Hello. We're going to talk about something so fun today. I was thinking like, what can I talk about that I genuinely feel excited to talk about and that would be really fun for me? Um, and this is what I came up with. So I learned a ritual the other day. I love working with spirit guides. And whatever your spiritual slant on reality and all that is, is it doesn't matter. Um, you can do this ritual too. And the reason I say that is because spirit guides can be whatever you want them to be. You can actually imagine them as like, as like true, you know, presences that are outside of you. Like one would imagine like the Judeo-Christian God. Um, or it can feel like a contact with your deep inner self, or it can feel like a combination of those two things. So when I think about spirit guides, I have this kind of combination angle. So I think of them as like, I feel as if the people who have passed on from this earth, who have died, that they leave an imprint on the fabric of reality. That is what I believe. I believe that, that death is kind of like an illusion in the sense that once someone lives, they leave some kind of imprint, whatever that means. And I'm not really even sure what that means. I think it's way deeper than probably my human mind could comprehend. But I do think they leave some kind of energetic imprint or otherwise on this planet. So I think of it like that. But I also think of spirit guides as you know, I can imagine them as being like beings who are separate from me that are just in like a different dimension than I'm like, you know, aware of on earth in this realm um, from what I can see physical reality to be. So I, I imagine that they're that as well, that there's so many different octaves and frequencies and dimensions that are kind of like colliding on earth and we have the seen realm and we have the unseen realm and those different dimensions are the unseen realm. And then the third way that I see spirit guides was like I mentioned before, um, I see them as being part of your deep inner self. So the makeup of who you are and these kind of inner archetypes that are just within you that perhaps have been in your lineage throughout time, um, perhaps archetypes that you really identify with. Um, and so, you know, as within, so without, whatever, however we experience ourselves is how we're going to experience the world. Um, so yeah, I like to think of spirit guides like that. Okay trying to think of if I wanted to say anything else about that. But I think the point here is as someone myself who is 
very grounded in science and reality as we know it, but also very connected to spirituality and my version of spirituality and the unseen realms and the mysteries. Um, I feel like my one of my like missions on earth is to be this like bridge between um physical tangible reality and more of the unseen realms and what I say by unseen realms includes um things like our emotions I think of our emotions as an emotional landscape we all have this like these dimensions this is how I see it these dimensions within our body minds and spirits um that where our emotions live or at least I like to um I like to visualize emotions as being like this it really helps me process emotions and kind of work through um the soup of emotions that I experience as a human and that you may experience too so having some kind of framework for that and some kind of visual that I can attach to that or so, yeah some kind of framework I think that's a good word um really helps me navigate my own emotional world and so yeah I see the emotional world as our own kind of unseen world and how our emotions are often hidden I think of like that iceberg um I don't know like picture that describes like conscious and unconscious where the tip of the iceberg is your conscious um you know reality and then you have like this big mass of the iceberg underneath the surface that's all of your unconscious reality and I think of it like that like emotions we only have like certain emotions that may surface um that other people can perceive in us then we have this whole emotional world that like we all have this like this very um kind of elaborate at times very complex deep interconnected um emotional realm emotional world um that we kind of just live in secret and I mean in secret in the sense of like only you know what that world is like and only you understand how you experience and process emotions you can never know how someone else does it besides just knowing that they're a human as well and so perhaps they experience some similar things as you do and we are all so interconnected and we're all the same anyway but the nuances of how we experience reality and experience emotions that's like this big deep um yeah realm of our lives so I think that's just important to yeah to say when it comes to this ritual that I'm going to teach um you can pull from any dimension of reality whether yeah that's from like your conscious reality your kind of deeper quieter unconscious realm your emotional realm um your religious understanding your spiritual understanding it can be pulled from anywhere so 
I, for this ritual, I connected with my spirit guides, my business spirit guides specifically. And when I think of my business, I like to think of my business, my coaching business as its own spirit. I like to think of it as when I get insight into my business, and this is just one way I think about it. There are other ways I think about it too, but I like to think of it as the spirit of my business is sending me messages through me. So spiritual. <laughs> it's so spiritual as I'm talking about it. I'm like, wow, this is so spiritual. Um, sending messages through me and out into the world, like it's kind of like using my body and like my nervous system as, as like a host to house and transmit um, various messages into the world. God, it's so fucking spiritual. Um, so yeah, I like to I like to be in relationship with my business in that way as much as I can remember to be because it also takes pressure off of me as a human being. Um, and that's really good for my mental health. And this is why things like spirituality and whatever version of spirituality or religion that you subscribe to, um, I think this is how they can be helpful, having these this relationship with um, your version of feeling connected, <laughs> feeling connected to something bigger than just your human vehicle. This can be a purpose this can be like a mindset. Um, it can be, yeah, like an overarching belief about yourself in the world. Um, it can be connection to, again, like God or source or energy or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And, or it can be a connection to your deeper inner self, your deepest inner self, your most authentic, aligned, joyful, nourished, hopeful version of you. And that's actually what I think of as like God. I mean, there are many things I think about, but one kind of track I take is like, God is just like our higher selves, like our highest selves, like seeing ourselves as the best version of ourselves and then projecting that out outside of us and then having that version of ourselves turn back towards us and well the rest is history we can judge we can use it to judge ourselves we can use it to um instill hope and and love and connection we can use that however we want to but i like to think of it as spirit guides are within they're within and therefore you can imagine them being outside of you as well. But ultimately, this practice and these kinds of rituals are to connect with your deep inner self. Like we are entire universes in and of ourselves. Like there is so much to traverse and explore within the mysteries of your own being. And okay, so spirit of my business. 
I sat in meditation and all that means is I just sat in a chair that's behind me, a comfy chair. I listened to like a drumming track on YouTube and I just asked my deep inner self slash my spirit guides um, to present me with a few different specific guides, a few different archetypes of um of beings, of animals, some kind of like physical-ish um, imagined form, humanoid, <laughs> animal, um, you know, even like a tree, whatever, inanimate object to represent a guide that is walking with me on my path as I nurture and grow and expand my coaching business. So I came up with my grandfather, my dad's dad. He comes to me quite strongly in a couple of different ways in my life, whether it's through dreams, meditation, um, I feel very connected to him and his personality. I feel like we were very similar deeply in a lot of ways. I never um, remember meeting him. I was a baby and he died quite young. So, but yeah, I feel this, this kinship, this connection, this understanding um, with him. And he was one of the spirit guides that came through for me. The second one was Aubrey the Raven, which is a raven my boyfriend was feeding um, that would come and visit him at our house. It's really cute and sweet. Um, and yeah, that was another being that dropped in as a guardian and a spirit guide of my business in archetypal form. Um, another one was a spider, which... I didn't so much love this one for whatever reason. I just like, I felt this like spider come in. I felt her energy and I was like a bit, I felt a bit disconnected to her and like her presence, but I was like, all right, we'll, we'll fucking go with it because underlying any of these kinds of practices, which I feel like I've done such a good job of in my life is a sense of trusting your unconscious mind to just bring you what it needs to bring you, to bring up what you need to see. And I really do believe that like, it's a foundation of trusting yourself, which is the foundation of trusting other people and other things in your life, just trust in general. Like it always starts with us. We have to learn how to trust ourselves in order to trust other people and I could go into a whole thing and I'm not gonna right now because we are staying on task ADHD brain okay my next one is Elizabeth Cotton who was my childhood imaginary best friend yeah imaginary childhood best friend some of the best spirit guides man you know so yeah she was someone who would I mean isn't childhood fucking cool 
that like children in their unconditioned states can just experience such um such such a such shit that we just can't access as adults unless we like really train ourselves to or we yeah have some kind of psychotic break or something like the openness of being a child is really profound so I would literally see her a human form and I I know what she looks like I can see her in my head she looks like me as an adult um, with blonde hair and she would come and hang out with me when I was a child and she would appear and then disappear so that was Elizabeth Cotton and the next one that came in um, is Jesus. And I'm in my Jesus era right now. I'm 33 years old, which is my favorite number, which is Jesus's number. Um, and yeah, I just, I feel a kinship. I feel connected to Jesus more than I ever have right now. I'm starting, I'm starting to really get how rad he was. It's never into the whole idea of Christianity and and the religions that have come from Jesus as a source but yeah he's cool so um what I did and this ritual was taught to me by Alina Paziz I think that's how you say her name um we went to the river and we gathered some little stones that represent the spirit guides that we chose. Oh, my Jesus stone is, is in my room. It's hanging out with my Jesus stone. So he's not here right now. But what we did is we envisioned and we held the energy of the guide that we were, that we connected with, right? And we looked around the river and we looked for stones that we felt drawn towards that represented those specific guides. So for this ritual, I'm, I have some notes here, so I'm reading from them. Um, you want to come up with a question. You don't have to, but I think it's good to have like some kind of clarity in what you're, what answers you're seeking, what you're looking for. And this goes for anything in our lives. This is why coaching is so powerful because the questions that we ask as coaches are very specific, direct, investigative. Um, they come from a deep curiosity about the other person. And ask yourself, when you ask yourself or you get asked the right questions, I mean, whole worlds open up to you. Whole parts of yourself that that were unavailable to you to access before are now accessible portals open we travel down rabbit holes we connect all these dots it's really amazing what happens when we ask the right questions so asking a specific enough question to your spirit guides slash your deep inner self is going to give you um, the best results and the most clarity so um the question I asked was, did I write it down? Oh yeah, 
how can I consistently make more money in my business? So what I've noticed, I've had my coaching business for about two years, although I need to double check that. Um, yeah, about two years. And I have been making good money and I'm so grateful to do what I love so much, which is guiding people to their inner truths and to the brilliance of, of who they are and all of the things that come with sifting through conscious and unconscious realms. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, consistency. Like I became a coach, not for the money, not just for the money, obviously, for a million other reasons that make so much sense to me for my life, who I am, what I want out of my life, how I want to provide service to the world, how I want to administer value and hold space for people. Like it's just the perfect, it's the perfect thing for me. Um, and I'm so proud of myself for for actualizing this like dream that I would have thought was fucking impossible um, or that I did think was impossible for my whole life until only a couple of years ago when I gained confidence and clarity and like fucking went for it. So um, consistency is something I had with income when I was an employee. And it's something I longed for for a long time um, because, yeah, I worked as an artist and had inconsistency in income at various points in my life. Didn't love it. Didn't love the stress that I felt. And so, yeah, my question was, how can I consistently make more money, um, have like a baseline of more? And Yeah, so some kind of specific question, specific enough question. And so what I did again is I would sit with, let's see, okay. So for each stone, you hold it, you imagine that guide, you connect with them, you feel into their energy, their presence, what they're all about, what their situation is, how they're doing. You just really feel into like, who they are as an archetype, as a being, as a spirit, however you see them, um, you want to just imagine them and connect to them and feel that energy in your body or, you know, in your mind, however you interpret this is perfect. Um, and then what I will say out loud is this stone is holding you in the material world. We're stepping in now. So again, this stone is holding you in the material world and we're stepping in now. So this is just, it's an invitation. It's kind of this, um, I really like this, I don't know, I was gonna call it an invocation. I don't know if it's, a, I don't know exactly what that means, but like it's an invitation to um, kind of solidify your relationship with this stone as housing your specific personal spirit guide in it in the physical 3d realm 
which I love that. And we're stepping in now. So um, you're going to ask the question as you're holding the stone. I like to hold it like this and just kind of like warm it up with my hands. And all I do is just tune in. I'll play a drum track or just nothing or some other music that calms me and soothes my nervous system. And I will just wait for any signs, any answers, any sensations, any movement um, in my consciousness. Lately, I've been feeling a lot of tingly sensations in my third eye or like in that location right here. And you're just tuning in and you're asking the question and then you're essentially, <laughs> the phrase like giving it up to God is hilarious, but that's what we're doing. Like we're giving it up to the spirit guide to answer this question for us slash your deep inner self. And I feel like I need to keep repeating that. So tuning in, tuning in, and there might be fragments of an answer. And this is where you really just want to trust what comes up. You want to, um, you want to trust that your unconscious mind, your conscious mind, your understanding, your interpretation of the spirit presence is going to give you what you need, exactly what you need. So this might come again in like little fragments of information. You might get very clear sentence-like messages that come through, which is what happens for me. Um, and then sometimes I'll get like single words um, and feelings in my body and things like that. So this is what I do. I just go through every stone that has every guide. You can just have one. It doesn't matter. You can have a hundred, whatever you want to do, whatever, how, however many guides you want to communicate with. And I just go through that process with every single stone. And I like to write down, um, what kind of insight I received and yeah, that is the ritual. That's the ritual. And then at the end, I just arrange the stones. And this is something Alina said is like arranging the stones. And then I have this little pretty, this little pretty jemmy that I put right in the middle of the stones. And I just leave it on like my altar over there. And when I'm feeling some kind of heavy emotion or I'm feeling like I need some clarity on something. Um, sometimes I will think about, okay, which one of these little stony spirit guides, um, yeah, can help me most right now. And I'll just, I'll feel into it for a second, into my body. Maybe I'll go over and I'll grab the one that resonates with me and I'll hold it. And I'll just kind of like chill for a little while and ask it some questions um, and come up with, with answers. So the thing I love about this practice is that you're tapping into deeper layers of knowledge within yourself. 
Because again, our conscious experience and like our conscious thoughts that we have, it's only skimming the surface of the huge unconscious emotional realm that lives within our bodies and minds. And when we tune in and we give ourselves permission to access a different brainwave state, which is just like, you know, just be a relaxation, a a meditation, a state of relaxation. You could go even into a deeper meditative state where you're like almost falling asleep and you're kind of in this like in-between realm. And different answers will pop up from those different, like, I think of them as like dimensions, like different dimensions of your unconscious and conscious reality. And I think it's so important to access these like deeper wisdoms because as humans, like there's so much drama and chaos that can go on in our, in our minds and in our everyday realities. And we can just start to feel really disconnected and dull and like not feel like we have energy and when we start to tune into these deeper wisdoms, like I genuinely believe that you have all the answers for your life inside of yourself. Like you are the culmination of how many freaking generations of humans similar to you have passed through this realm to create you as a being so like you have so much wisdom and so much knowledge and you know what you need you always know but it's about asking the right questions and tuning in and really creating the space to tune in because again like we're so hyper focused on like success in the society and productivity um whatever those things mean for you but we have this kind of like aim and this goal where we're like moving towards the future and we're moving fast and like we sacrifice our needs and we sacrifice boundaries that we may not even know we have in order to just like move forward and hustle and get things done and push ourselves um so practices like this, where you tune in to these, to the deeper wisdom that you contain, you, I think, will be surprised, um, perhaps overjoyed, interested in what you find. And yeah, this is a main practice of my life, just tuning the fuck into myself, tuning into myself when I'm feeling a pull to be saved by someone else, for someone to tell me all the answers to my life. Um, Yeah, I'll take time and I'll tune in and I'll see what's there. And having a coach um, or someone that can facilitate questions and facilitate these journeys within you. And I do... um, I don't even know what to call it. Like, it's like sober psychedelic journeys into your unconscious mind, which is like the somatic component of what I do with people, which is really just tuning in to your emotions, the voices that live within you, the parts of you that are really wanting to take up space, but you keep fucking pushing down or exiling because 
for whatever reason. Um, it's the shadow work piece of things. So all of that stuff, like your inner world just kind of lives in the darkness and doesn't see the light of day. Like that's the stuff to, to meander through and to navigate and to excavate. And it's so cool. It's the coolest work ever. I'm so grateful. Um, and yeah, I hope this is helpful. I hope you'll try it. If you do try it, let me know how it goes. Bye.